This is Raul Velasquez and Vivian Velasquez. Welcome to the God, Money, and Sex podcast. Welcome to the God, Money, and Sex podcast. My name is Raul Velasquez, and I'm here with my co-host Vivian Velasquez. So welcome, welcome to another episode of the God, Money, and Sex. August is here. The summer is almost over. Almost. And here's what I like about August. I like about August because most people slow down in August. Most people are just chilling by the pool. And I love, I love to just double down and hustle in August. Like in, in, in August mode, I'm doing two things. I'm enjoying the, the last days that I have with the kids, but I'm focusing on continuing to double down on the business as well. And I don't ever think that you ever really slow down. To be honest, I have honest. a slow down. I don't. I don't have a stop button, but I have a slow down button. You I, slow I think, down, but it's it's very rare that you slow down, especially in business. I think you're always going, and I think that's a how great, many times? That's a great thing. Like we just came back from Ecuador. Did you see me slow down in Ecuador? Oh, <laughs> you had a rough experience wanting to I, slow I had down. I to purposely slow down because I went to a a workout and I hurt myself. God said, "Buddy, you need to slow down." But you purposely sometimes don't slow down, and that's okay. Intentionally, maybe okay. maybe I have a hard time. You Okay, I'll admit, I have a hard time slowing down, but, you know, God, life always finds a way to teach me how to slow down. Yeah, I think that's the hardest thing for a lot of us is to slow down. You know, like we move through life so fast. Like I was just meditating on this this morning. That's so funny you say that. Um, You know, like when we stop and we smell a flower, we pick up a flower, like we just pick it up and then we take a whole whiff and then we walk right past it but do we rarely like just really take the time to like take in the the smell and the color and all the beauty that it has and not just the flower but like just life and well, food that's why I've been in Ecuador else. in Ecuador I was purposely <laughs> forced to that so I'll give you some framework so I, I went we went to Ecuador for 12 days Probably like that's that's the longest, longest time that I went away. Like you know, we usually go away three, four times a year, but we take like four or five days and in and out trip. It's and more, it's than, more enough than enough for yeah for both of us. Our kids love it. You you love it. I love yeah. it. I, it just you know we build a I guess we build a lifestyle that the kids want to be home. The yeah. kids always want to be home. Yeah. Like we love what we do, so it's hard for us to go away for a longer period of time. And this time we went to Ecuador for twelve days. But only because we had co- different commitments. Yeah, and we had commitments. We had meetings. Uh, yeah. You know, we met with a lady. I'm gonna, we're gonna do a little yeah. tour in Latin America. Yeah. Uh, coming up, so it's gonna be a huge announcement. 2019. 2019. We're gonna yeah. do a, a tour in Latin America, Colombia, uh, Ecuador, hopefully Chile. We're gonna start with Ecuador, uh, yeah. Cuenca, Guayaquil. Uh, Guayaquil, and Quito. We're gonna do yeah. a little tour. The next level, mi próximo nivel. But. Uh, one of the things that I had a hard time at the beginning was really slowing down because my mind was like, you know, I have things going on. You know, we, we just brought new people into the business. And here you have in, an event coming have an up. Event coming up. We have two events coming up. Yeah. So there's a lot of things going on. So yeah. the first thing I did is I found a CrossFit gym in Ecuador. Yeah. And, and I went to the gym and I said, okay, I'm going to take all this frustration of being away because the wi-fi sucked it was <laughs> very very little internet uh-huh. and uh, i didn't take in consideration the altitude i didn't take consideration the altitude and if you've ever been in, in south america you know we are probably about fifteen thousand feet above above sea, sea level. level it's one and of what the happens peaks, yeah. in, in in that level what happens when you work out your muscles need more oxygen so you're breathing more ah. and what what you know what my doctors told me what happened to me is that i worked out for Too 45 much. minutes 
that was equivalent to working out three to four hours with that level of oxygen. Wow. And also, it's also because the way that you exercise, because I exercise in the morning and I meditated and I had such a good time, but I really like pace myself because I would feel my heart. I need like, to go all in. I, I can't, I, like I said, I don't have enough buns, so I need to go all in. So I'm going to yeah. go all in. I went all in. Yeah. And plus, in the CrossFit it was a competition. competition, so I'm like, fuck that. I'm not going to be the weak link here. So yeah. I ended up being like, coming in third. I was, I started really good. I was in the first place for like half of the time and yeah. then it went down the hill once my muscles started to like and it was crazy because i never <laughs> oh, felt that way i never Bubba. felt like almost like i i felt like my muscles were just giving up yeah and, and it forced me for like how many days three days when you couldn't walk we could have forced me to slow down because i couldn't yeah. walk i was like you know yeah. walking very slowly i it, it hurt like every every muscle in my body hurt it and yeah. I, it wasn't like i i got afraid to be honest with you like you know, i worked out before for longer period of times i never got yeah. hurt this time it was kind of like god saying you need to slow down yeah you need to slow down yeah and then we got to see a lot of beautiful um sights and you got to actually be fully present i think you know when we have such pain in our body and the same thing i'm experiencing like this whole week there the the body gives you such feedback that it allows us to slow down and to be fully present to what's happening in front of you but I think we don't have time. Like I personally don't take my time, like you said, to smell the roses. I'm I'm going 100 miles an hour. Yeah. And you, actually, are one of my anchors to slow down a little bit. Yeah. So I think that you know when we talk about the topic for today's podcast is what's the hardest job of an entrepreneur, right? And I think that one of the hardest jobs as an entrepreneur is to kind of keep everything together because we wear many hats. We're many hats. We like we're the cleanup guy. We're the, the director. We are putting all this together. So as an entrepreneur, we have at the beginning we have we, we we have many jobs. And I would say, like we were talking about this before, one of the greatest jobs an entrepreneur has is when you get to go back home and then keeping your marriage alive. Because as an entrepreneur, like I know you are the best at what you do, and there are many other men out there that are amazing at what they do, but when they come home, they find themselves with the marriage that's like, okay, here's another job. How good can you be at this job here at home? So I was talking to a guy uh, this week, actually, and this is, he runs a company and he has, uh, you know, 80, I think 80 or 90 people that report to him and, and he's constantly putting the fires out and he's constantly telling yeah. people what to do. When he comes home, like he, he is hard for him to transition of being on that role of telling people what to do. So sometimes he's like, I'm telling my wife to do this and, and it's kind of like she's part of a team, but there is no intimacy. And I think the hardest job for an entrepreneur is to, to see the different roles that we play mm. to keep our shit together. Yeah. Because if we don't keep our shit together, everything is gonna fall apart and you start seeing it. At the beginning, I think as an entrepreneur, we wear the many hats, but as you mature, as you scale your business, you have to know your roles. You have to know your roles. Yeah, because also like when you have a business, you don't want to, I mean, you, we're talking about like a marriage is a business because it, it, we were talking about it. It's kind of the same thing that you use in your business. You could use at home, meaning in your business, you have to have a clear communication. But I think that's the problem that we have as entrepreneurs, especially as men. We don't treat our marriage like we treat our business. Because I think if we start as men, if we treat our marriage the same way we treat our business, mm -hmm. there'd be a lot less divorce rate. There'd be yeah. a lot less divorce rate. Because if you put attention to like the, the amount of, at the beginning of our marriage, the amount of energy that I will put on the business was disproportionate. Mm -hmm. and, and that you know, created a separation between you and I. 
Yes. And within the separation also came the financial financial crisis that actually forced me to look Go at on. what I was doing to see if it was even worth it. And I think that like right now, we've, how long have we been in this economy? I think we've been like three or four or five years in this really good economy that that really like every like in, in real estate, whatever you touch in is like you could flip properties. Like yeah. we're back into like 2008, 2009 prices. Here yeah, which East, is kind of scary. The Northeast is like, yeah. don't you like it's yeah. going to happen. Like yeah. there's, there's like the writing is on the wall. It's not sustainable. But yet we forget yeah. that only a decade ago we were like crumbling, trying to figure things out. Yeah. A decade ago, we couldn't even sell anything. So we forget very, very soon yeah. from our past experiences. Yeah. Same thing in, in marriage. Like they, they I, I believe that if, if more men put enough attention to their marriages, just like we put attention to our business, mm -hmm. we'll have a completely different life. And I think it's the same thing for women. You know, like, well, going back to men, yes. You know, if you come home and you put the same effort that you do in your business, that you do in your marriage, I think a lot of things could change. Um, but for women, the same thing. Like, you know, we, we forget a lot that our husbands need our attention. We are so consumed by you know taking care of the household taking care of our business taking care of our kids taking care of like all these priorities that we think is a priority and then when we realize like our husband is the one that really needed us and we didn't give him that attention we didn't have the clear communication or the clear you know commitment the same vision we didn't go through all these things that we were doing in our business you know like we failed to do that it's because you, you guys are thinking in a different concept. Like for us, it's more about the price, right? We want, we want to hunt. We want to get the price. Like we come home and said, okay, I made a million dollars. For you, it doesn't mean anything because, okay, you know, go take out the garbage or go, you know, do this. You made a million dollars <laughs> and you forgot about me. And you forgot you didn't pick up, you didn't pick up milk. You didn't pick up this. Like, or, or you just didn't give me the attention that I needed. The, and that, it comes down to the attention. Yeah. If you pay attention to your business and you pay attention to your marriage, yeah. you're going to be able to see that the both of them will grow, not necessarily at the same time. And, I, you know, and it's a season for everything. You know, like I, I look at, you know, my time, how I, I invest in my time. It's like I know that there is a, a huge time that I invest in my business. But the intention behind when I'm with my kids, the intention behind, like last night we had date night. Just the intention behind it is, yeah. I mean, that's where I think we've, we have this mentality as men that if I can't give my wife everything that she needs, then it's not worth it. Yeah. So let me just build a business so I could give her everything. And then one day I'm going to give her everything and then I'm going to be happy when that day never comes. And what if that day is too late? Because we know a lot of marriages that they've worked their butts off, you know, to create this amazing empire. And then they turn around and it's like, strangers. Oh, everybody's gone. No Not kids. even strangers. Like they're gone. No, Your kids yeah. have outgrown you know that the household they're going to college your wife is was tired of waiting for you and now she found another man to take care of her and to love her the way that she wanted to be loved and here you are you have this huge empire and what do you get with that and usually that's what we see look at celebrities we see that all the time we see celebrities and i think that we were doing some homework before the podcast and we're looking at statistics of like what's the profession that has the highest divorce divorce rate and and it was Bartenders, <laughs> bartenders are like seventy percent divorce for them. I'm, I'm guessing because I'm sure you can there's see, a lot of you know temptations, a lot of you know, hours. Club, a lot of hours. So yeah. I, I don't know how. Like you had a bar, you were going to be a bartender when we were in college. Yeah, that was good college. Thing, good thing that you didn't come through. Look at that. We probably wouldn't have made it. <laughs> probably would have made it, or I probably would have been right there in the. <laughs> In, in this same bar. You would have been the crazy husband sitting down at the end of the bar. Or I would have bought the bar. 
I would have oh, got the gosh. bars if it were for me. Either way, it wouldn't have been good. <laughs> Either way, we probably ended up ended up in a different different scenario. So I, I think, you know, like having um, a clear communication as to what you want in your marriage. What do you want in your business? What do you want with, with God? I think that, that helps us out a lot, you know, in our marriage. I know I have my own conversations as to what I need in, in, for me in, as part of the marriage. And I always tell you, I'm like, I need, I need time. I need attention. I need you to be with me. Even like, you know, when I was feeling sick this week and you come and you just sat with me and you heard me and I was just, you know, venting and talking and crying and doing my thing. I'm like, that's all I really needed. And then after that, I felt good. I'm like, okay, the pain's still there. But somehow, like, it, I feel you, better. You trust it. You trust it. And I think that's where we miss out on the communication. Yeah, I think so that important. as men, like, we don't, we have not learned how to communicate. We communicate by doing. Yeah, we don't or providing. We're doing, providing. Yeah. We don't communicate by just, like, listening. I think that for you, when you said, like, it's funny you said that. Like, I wasn't talking. But no. for you, it was communication. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I just sat there. And yeah. I just, like, I was like, one one thought was like, what the fuck is going on? Like, she's this, never like this. And she's complaining about this. And, like, you know, I was concerned. But I was just... You know, I wasn't talking. <laughs> but then from your perspective, it's like, oh, That's we had a so great conversation. Funny. You know, you're such a, like, a great felt, guy. I felt so heard, seen, and loved. Well, that's the thing. Communication like, oh, for women so is for can you be seen and heard? And loved. And I think that a lot of the, a lot of us, what we do is that we're communicating with our phones. Yeah. And we're just bringing it down to the point that, uh, you know, this is, this is how we're I'm listening to you, woman. I'm listening to you. But the reality is that I could listen to you. But if I'm not paying attention to you, it doesn't count for you. That's right. That's so important. And I know Gary Chapman talks about this all the time in his books. Um, and he always says, like, you know, how can we pay attention to each other and be fully present? It's the same thing as slowing down. Can you totally be present to what I'm saying to you? And maybe that day you weren't fully present. But just the fact that you were sitting there and maybe thinking, like, Oh my God, like if she's sick, what's going to happen? Like I, I thought, I saw the thoughts running through your head, but at the same time, you were just sitting there like, okay, let me just be here and try to figure this and out. And that's communication for you. And that's like, that's uh, time and that's presence. Yeah, what yeah. you're saying really is presence. Like yeah. you want, like women want their men to be present, to be there, to be there for them. Yes. You know, the same thing. In the business, you know, we'll, we'll put this into business, business concept. It's like, if you're not watching the shop, Nobody's going to take care of it. Yeah, no. Like so many times, like if you're not present in your business, if you're not communicating with your team, if you're not communicating, like so the number one job, I believe, you know, for for a, a leader is to be a good communicator, to make sure that you're communicating with your team, communicating with your wife, communicating their way of communication, mm -hmm. not our way, but the way that they want to communicate. And sometimes when you communicate, you just have to listen. I feel like a lot it's necessary and it happens a lot in our marriage like you know i just need you to listen and that's part of communicating for me um and the same thing for you like when you're talking to me i just listen like i i am a very good listener and i've heard like all of our conversations and i take like bits and pieces of what i can do to make things better and then i hope that you do the same but see one thing that i that i also want to want to throw out there is like a lot of men when we are in leadership positions we try to fix our women Yes. We try to be the coach. We mm -hmm. try to be the, the leader. And we have an agreement, you and I, that I'm not your coach. I'm your lover. Mm -hmm. I, I cannot, we cannot be, I cannot be your coach. You cannot be my coach. We could learn from each other. Yeah. But we have to have that 
certainty of our roles that I want you to be my lover. Like I want to be your lover. Yeah. I don't want to try to fix you or coach you. You have coaches, you have people to, to help you see th things. Same thing with me Like we are not trying to fix each other. We just help each other see different things. Yeah. And that's important because a lot of guys are like, if I could just fix my wife, if she could just do this. And I know like, that's not your problem. Your problem is that you're not seeing yeah. what you're doing that's driving her crazy. Yeah. So the, so, so the second thing is also being creative. Mm -hmm. You know, we talk about communication. The second is being creative. Like sometimes, I mean, we've been married for 18 years and we figure out ways to be creative in, our, in the things that we do. Be so creative. then, Even if we yeah. Went to, look, we went to Ecuador. We got yeah. creative and we did things that we've never done before. We've seen places that we've never seen before. Oh, I think we're talking Ecuador. about like we've done things like we didn't do that many things. Oh, we, get, <laughs> we, uh, we get creative in, those, in that area too. But <laughs> but in, in Ecuador, like we got creative in, in like being able to be in different places, you know, and being open-minded. Yeah, yeah. And I think being creative, we talked about like being creative and creating connection between what's happening at the moment between the two of us, between the family, between, you know, those moments. But you got to get creative because if you don't get creative, then you're doing the same thing all the time. And that part is just frustrating and for part, women. Part of a, a, a good business model is constantly looking for innovation. Yeah. You have to innovate. And the same goes for yeah. the marriage. You have to innovate. You have to get creative. You know, we have a, a spot for date night, but, you know, sometimes it gets old. We have to do something else. I mean, yeah. even though we have many options, we have to be creative and not do the same thing over and over again. Especially yeah. in, in business, same thing. The number one uh, thing that happens in business and what businesses start to fail is because they stop innovating. Mm -hmm. They stop innovating. Businesses stop innovating. They stop growing. Marriages, we don't get creative. We stop growing. And all of a sudden, we, we were in a rut. Yeah. We don't run. But then that happens with a lot of marriages. Like, you know, you invest so much money. I know you invest so much money into the marketing, into like the Facebook and all this stuff. But it's like you turn around and it's like how much money if you I really ask in, yourself, yes. like how much myself? money do you invest in yourself and in your marriage? And and that goes with a lot of a lot of people when, you know, they talk to me. I have a lot of guys who who, who are coach and like, okay, how much money have you invested in yourself? So, well, I haven't invested any in myself because yeah. I'm investing everything in my business. Yeah. Well, if if you don't invest in yourself, you're never gonna grow. Mm -hmm. If you don't invest in your marriage, you're never gonna grow. Yeah. I mean, that is like they that is the key part of growth that like show me your calendar where you invest your time, your energy, and your money, and I'll tell you what your growth is gonna look like. Yeah. So yeah, the last one, that. and the last Ooh. one, so we got communication, we have been creative and, and connect. And I think the last one we said it was commitment. I think if we don't have commitment to what you're doing, to who is in front of you, you know, like we would have given up a long time ago on each other because, you know, you've driven me up the wall so many times and it would have been so easy for me to say like, that's it, no more. In both I can't cases, take woman, it. both cases, you're not angel either. You're not angel either. I know I'm not an angel. <laughs> But it's having that commitment and that commitment really, for me, has come from the teachings that God has given me. You know, like it's so easy to walk away. It's so easy to just find another partner or find something that makes me happy. But at the same time, it's like I'm giving up on, on a promise that he gave me, on a promise of marriage, on a promise of of love. And that really didn't never resonated in my heart. And I know it's easy. Trust me, that's probably like the easiest thing. But to at the be same uncommitted. time, it's easy to be uncommitted. uncommitted. I think that's, yeah. you know, it goes the same thing in business. Like I talk to a lot of people in the business world and like, man, you know, if I could just 
you know, have the same uh, mindset that you have. Like, I've been doing this for three years. Like, <laughs> yeah. there's never been a, whether it's a video, a post. Like, I've been playing this game of creating content for the past three years. And the moment that I committed yeah. to create a brand, I committed to put myself out there. It just, you don't have to, I think it never started with, I'm going to commit to be married to this woman, you know, only for one year and we'll see what happens. Yeah. I, I didn't say I'm going to commit, you know, to marriage, you know, and then six months, if this work, works out, then, you know, we're going to continue. Or no, I'm committed when, to my I'm business. Committed to my business for six months. And that's that's what we lack. Yeah. Like you got to, you know, I'm committed for, like I, I tell my guys, I'm committed to the next level experience for the next 25 years. So in yeah. my coaching program, I tell them, if you're not committed to join me for 25 years, like Look consider where you are in life. Yeah. <laughs> that's a long term contract, right? Yeah. But you know what? In, at the same in, time, in, time goes in, by so fast. Relationships too. Like, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm committed to see this through. Yeah. And I think that if we just enhance that commitment and just ask that question every single day, like how committed am I mm-hmm. to seeing the results that I want? How committed am I to really what the things that I say I want? Yeah. Because everybody could say I want a great marriage, I want a great business, but if you're not investing, if you're not communicating, and if you're not creating, then it shows your commitment. The reality mm-hmm. is that you're lying mm-hmm. about your commitment. You were interested but not committed. <laughs> I love that word, committed. So that's it. There you have it. So I want to make sure that we we uh, remind them the three things. The most important job for an entrepreneur right now is to keep their marriage together because their marriage is a reflection of their business. And more than together, I would say alive. I love that word because it's like, you know, it's it's such an amazing thing that you have a partner by your side that there's so much things that you could do together and there's so much aliveness in 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 us that we could create together you know like there is so much that happens so much that flourishes from two people that come together like whether it's your kids it's power it's whether power it's your because kids, you have a power of leadership you're, yeah you're there's so much each other you have a team yeah. and like if, yeah. and if your wife or your partner she's there it's gonna give you that energy for you to create more yeah and, and if, if if you're just building the business and you just focus on the business and you're not building your marriage uh, Two things are gonna happen. You're gonna have a divorce, and you're gonna have to split fifty-fifty. <laughs> if that's if you don't have a prenup, you have a fifty percent. You already lost fifty percent of your business right there from and the beginning. And there's so much energy and that goes into energy that. Energy leaks, yeah, like old drama, and yeah. then the kids. So like the most important part is to have the foundation. I always talk about the foundation. Yeah. My foundation is not my business. My foundation is my kingdom. My kingdom is my body, my relationship with God, my relationship with my kids and my my wife, and my purpose. That's yeah. my foundation. If I have the foundation, that kingdom, then I could produce from that place, then I could produce and create money, business, whatever that follows. Yeah. But if I don't have the foundation of those, the four pillars and the foundation that is me, that's a, that's the kingdom that we talk about. And people talk about kingdom is, is, is that not tangible? Is the intangible? Is that emotion? Is that feeling? Is that security that yeah. you have, that you know that you're taking care of your family, taking care of your kids, taking care of your wife. You know you're taking care of yourself. You're working out. You're making sure you feed yourself and you're, you're growing. You know you're connecting with a purpose, with God. Yes. And you know that you have yes. that, that production, the ability to produce. Then from that place, that energy, then and you could produce the results you want in your business and in your marriage and but if and you don't else. produce that foundation if you don't take care of that foundation that foundation doesn't come easy that, com- that foundation comes with a price that price of intention every single day you have and the to commitment work the commitment that, that foundation you have. comes with a commitment yeah. that you have to be committed yeah. like it, there is nobody out there that has a that has everything there's no such thing as having it all i don't believe in having it all i believe in the expansion and the growth 
Mm-hmm. And the expansion and the growth means who are you becoming in the process? Who are you becoming while you're going through this journey? Yeah, and enjoying the process. And I if think you're like, enjoying you the know, process, you're going to be a, a one gotta, stressful, yeah. a stressful situation. But, because sometimes, another. sometimes, like, you know, people want to get to like a certain goal or a certain point and like you forget like there is so much beauty in between the process so many beauty in the experience and the pain and all these things that you go through you gotta look back at your progress that's what I, I tell my guys all the time focus on progress yeah perfection is an illusion focus on progress creating progress every single day whatever progress you build on progress you build on that you build on you know one percent better that you got yesterday in your business one yeah. percent better that you got you know today with your marriage one percent better and that from that place then you could build yeah. But if you're thinking once it goes perfect, once I have a perfect business, I'm going to have a perfect marriage and I'm going to have everything, I'm going <laughs> to no. have it all. That's all bullshit. Why? Because you're always evolving. You're yeah. always growing. You like the moment that I believe that I have everything, that I have it all, I'm fucking dead. Yes. <laughs> and that's the moment that will stop growing. No, that's <laughs> my, my biggest prayer every single day with guys like, don't let me forget where I came from. Don't let me forget the process. Don't let me forget the journey. And give me just enough so I could see the things that I need to do today because I may just not do it if I see too much in the future. Mm. So I need to execute today and let me see what's possible today so I don't stay in dreamland of the one day and the what ifs. That's beautiful. I love that. So it's three things. Such power. Thank you. So three things is communication. Connection. connection or creativity, creativity and connection. And commitment commitment if you have those three tools you will strengthen your marriage you will strengthen your business your number one priority as an entrepreneur is to make sure that you're strengthening your foundation the foundation which is you and make sure that you feel alive every single day be thankful for what you have so thank you for watching thank you for plugging into the podcast don't forget to leave a review don't forget to follow us on facebook instagram youtube follow us everywhere except for our bedroom and that's what we keep it private. Thank you, babe. Love you. <laughs> I love you too. Learn it. Live, live it. Experience, experience it. it. Love, love life. life.